Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm Larry Wydell, and before we get started, if you want to know exactly how to win again and again, go to WydellOnWinning.com forward slash webinar now to watch something I've put together for you. Now let's get going into this episode of Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm here with David Landrum, and David is talking to us from Jackson, Mississippi and enjoying the air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> Thank the Lord. Praise the yeah. Lord. <laughs> and uh, David has got an organization of 224 offices, 80 in Canada, all the way from uh, uh, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, all the way down to South Florida and uh, uh, impacting people everywhere he goes. David, thanks for uh, taking the time this afternoon. Right. Good, good to be here, Larry. And uh, we're having a lot of fun talking about winning, real-life insights on winning. Let's talk about uh, exploding your life by doing extras. So many people, you know, this has to do with the idea of not only bloom for your planet or think about the, the phrases of servant leadership, like look for places where you can make an impact, but also look for places where you can uh, expand your business. And a lot of times people get, no, I just, you know, it is important to learn how to say no, but you don't say learn, you're never going to grow if you say no to everything. You know, the fear of overcommitment, you know, most people are run ragged. Uh, and they've got too many things to do and their stress is too high. That's right. But, you know, there's a certain amount, there's healthy stress too. If there's a stress of uh, putting pressure on yourself to grow, to do bigger numbers, to get more efficient, and also to eliminate stuff in your life that really doesn't need to be there you know, in your diet, in your schedule, in your things you're spending money on, and uh, who gets who gets your time. And so the thing is, David, as you add in opportunities come along, you don't want to say no to everything, because those extra things like, you know, I, I people get involved in community projects and this, that, and the other. And I say, why are you wasting your time on that? Cause I just despise myself. I just despise meetings. You know, we, how many meetings have you and I sat in? How many meetings have you and I uh, held in ourselves? And so the deal is you get meeting fatigue, but on the other hand, uh, if it's with new people, if it's in a worthy cause and it's something where you can make, an impact, chances are you're going to find some like-minded people there. You're going to learn some things. You're going to have some experiences that will enrich you. Uh, and you can bring back into your regular family and business life and uh, add some new inspiration. And so talk about some of the extra things that you've uh, uh, gotten involved in over the years. Yeah. Well, you know, um, First of all, you know, there's, um, I don't know, man, I, you know, I think uh, one, one of the, uh, it's a scripture I've tried to live by. It's kind of, you know, uh, Psalms 32, eight, uh, I will guide and instruct you in the way you should go. And I think uh, really to me, as far as 
kind of looking to the Lord and asking, I mean, to me, I'm kind of bullheaded. So especially the word I will guide is kind of like a, a, a cow and a cattle, cattle shoot. Right. Like sometimes the Lord has to. With electric, electric prod. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a taser. Pop me. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but the thing about it is, um, you know, and, and I've, I've, I've gotten over the years. I mean, I mean, there was, there was one time I was on like 12 different boards, you know, a lot of nonprofits and all that stuff. And I just think that, you know, especially when you're building your business, you need to really kind of narrow things down. Right. Uh, you know, I, I kind of like God family business. You yeah. really, I mean, to me, there's, uh, but you know, then the other thing I've, I've been through chapters in my life where, once I got kind of financially done, and I remember, I remember years ago, I was in, because uh, I mean, I started my business 43 years ago. So about, to, I guess it was about 20 years ago, um, uh, Jill and I, my wife and I, we'd been married uh, 44 years. So we, we'd been married almost a year when I started my business. But uh, but anyway, I was, uh, we were, we had our, we, we were living on our dream home. We had, um, I had a gardener. I had a, a, a guy that was running errands for us, a full-time housekeeper. And so anyway, we had this pool in our courtyard and it was a beautiful fall morning. And I was uh, in the uh, hot tub. I'd gotten through working out, it was mid morning and uh, Anthony, our, our friend who, who worked with us there too. And he uh, bought me a, um, uh, so I was in the hot tub and he bought me a Perrier with lemon in it. And when he handed it to me, as he turned around and walked away, all of a sudden this, uh, so I was kind of kicked back. In other words, at that stage right. of my life. And all of a sudden this thought hit me and I know, I know it was the Lord. And I just, out of, out of nowhere, just came out of left field, said, a life of purpose and passion is better than a life of leisure and pleasure. Yeah. And that, that hit me. And I, I, I got, out of the, got out of the hot tub, went and found Jill. And I told her, I said, man, Jill, this, this life is not for me. I know that I'm, I'm not here for the, for the hot tub. You know, I mean, how do you retire from purpose? Um, and so I'm, I'm going to go, you know, I'm, I'm going to get refocused again. And, uh, you know, so, yeah. And then, so I think it's, and I, and I think it's, I, I know that I have a tendency because uh, I don't like saying no to things, but I think we do need to learn how to, how to, um, focus on more of the important things and really kind of, you know, look at our, get out, you know, get out of uh, the forest where we can see the trees and kind of get up above your life and say, you know what? And that's where it's good too, to have a mentor or, or people that you, you know, that you know, care about you and that you can kind of bounce things off because they aren't living in your world. And there's a lot of things that are probably real obvious to others that you that that you don't even realize you're doing. So to me, that that that's valuable too to have that. Now, what specifically? What would you say? How your life 
did your life change? You know, any, any of these experiences that you look back and say, those were different makers. You know, I went in there, I saw some things I learned, you know, uh, you know, you had that light bulb experience and then what did, what did that trigger? You know, what came after that, you know, the being on, how do you get on 12 boards? You know, that, <laughs> how do you, what, how do you get on 12 boards? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, mean, I probably look back at that and say, what was I thinking? Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that was a mistake. <laughs> I mean, I remember going to board meetings and thinking, what am I, because I'm kind of like you. I mean, after so many meetings, I remember it became like a job, right? right. And so anyway, uh, I'm on, I'm on, uh, I'm on one board now, you know what I mean? So, um, but, but, you know, then the other thing too, and I think back, there was a, a guy that I respected so much, Bo Adams. Uh, I know, Larry, you know Bo, but uh, I remember one time uh, he, he did a, a, a convention for, I was out at the Grand Hotel. Jill and I had lunch with Bo, and um, he was, they came in to, to, to speak for me. At that time, he was uh, living in, um, well, I guess he was still in Atlanta then. But, uh, but anyway, so Bo, we had lunch with Bo, and he, he told me I had, we have been on a pretty good run in our business, and uh, he told me he said, "Look, he said David and Jill, what y'all need to do, what what you the, the the key to making it in business." He said, "One, you want to master your craft. You want to get good. Right. You want to master your craft." And he said, "the uh, the second thing is uh, save money, right? Save right. money, and uh, the third thing." is stick stick with one thing long term right and it right. may it may be one yeah. field or whatever right. but one thing long term he said you have to fight uh, boredom right because once you get good at something and you get that cookie cutter exactness and you know what to say and you know how to say it you know you 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 tend to think that um you could do that anywhere you go. And that's not necessarily the case. Right. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Mr. Mr. Smart here, myself, uh, back uh, in uh, 08, 07, 08, I had, uh, Jill and I were guest speakers. We'd flown out to, uh, to be guest speakers in Oklahoma uh, to an another organization that wasn't part of uh, my business. But, uh, but anyway, and we were there and um, I had gotten involved with politically. Uh, I was, um, had started doing, you know, fundraisers for people that I believe in and, uh, you know, and so all of a sudden uh, the, uh, uh, a friend of mine who's, uh, who was back then Secretary of State called me while I was in Oklahoma and said, hey, David, hey man, uh, you know the third congressional seat uh, congressman, and he was a friend of mine, is step is retiring. And uh, he said, man, you ever thought about, man, I think you would do good uh, in politics. So back in 07 08, I came home next week, had lunch with the congressman, started hiring his team, fundraisers, all of a sudden. They, 07 08, I ran for Congress. Oh, but you did? I, I, and I was, I was bored, though. I mean, yeah, I was, right. You know, but so anyway, I just said, okay, I'll run for Congress. And we, we almost won. I had never ran for, me for anything. 
but but I look back on things like that, Larry, and and I met a lot of good people, and it was it was it was neat, and I became the finance chairman for our governor for the last eight years. So I've been involved politically, but you know I, I look back on that, and I'm thinking, well, I don't even know that that you know boards and you know when you get bored, you, yeah. A lot of times you you do things that maybe you don't need to be doing and where you really maybe, hey, go take a month off, get right. counsel, get counsel. Anytime, anytime you feel yeah. like you need to go do something else. Right. Well, again, just because you're good at what you're doing doesn't mean you're going to be good at something else. Right. Right. Yeah. And that lesson cannot be uh, overstated often enough because we all have to learn it, you know, because we all feel like, you know, I can, I can pull that off. I know how that works, but uh, every situation is different. Every relationship is different. Every, you know, the economy's different. Uh, things that work, you know, we learned this in business, things that worked last year won't necessarily work this year. And one of the marks of successful leaders is they've got uh, a lot of tricks in their bag and a lot of experience this is why the experienced guy will always beat the inexperienced guy consistently. You know, the inexperienced guy can look up, but the experienced guy will be able to recognize the telltale sign of, no, let's do this and let's do it 30%, you know, for 15 minutes. And then we're going to reverse field and go back and do that. You know, you, they know how to work, work the knobs, work the controls, and uh, life is complex. And that's one reason, David, I appreciate you, you know, taking the time for this and where the value of this is the fact that people can learn uh, by listening and hearing how people like yourself have, no have negotiated the complexities. Because uh, very few people have uh, been through what you've been through, where you've gotten Pulled in a small town, you have success. All of a sudden, they want you in everything, don't they? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's like what I say about my my high school athletic career. I lettered in all sports. I was a star in every team, and it helps if you want to do that to go to a very small school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You you were the man. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Because if you show you show up, you're a starter. You know and. Uh, <laughs> But <laughs> the thing is that if you uh, bloom uh, success, business success in a small community, everybody knows your business. Everybody wants a piece of you. You become a Kardashian. In, uh, I'm sure you're like a Kardashian in uh, Jackson, <laughs> Jackson, Mississippi. And uh, uh, you can get pulled, you know, and people are listening to this is like, that could be your future. You know, we talked about look at people who have been down the road, you know, 10, 15 years, 20 years further than you and see what happens to them. Well, David's telling you what's happened to him and maybe you can be a little smarter, but David, what, uh, I don't know if it's smarter. It's just that you can learn from, cause that was the experience that, you know, was cut out for you. I'm sure you made an impact in all those areas, but I would say, what I use to stay on track, first of all, we travel a lot. You and I have traveled a lot when you had offices and we're always expanding. You don't get 
you don't get 200 plus offices if you're not focused on growth and expansion. And you don't get from Phoenix to South Florida without a lot of traveling and meeting new people and going through ups and downs. And uh, that refreshes you. You know, that refreshes you and gives you new insights and new ideas because you meet new people and all of a sudden these people are pretty sharp and you, you wind up, you're training them and you're learning more from them. And so that, uh, I'm sure that played a big role. And also you going up and expanding into Canada and getting that mindset had a large degree of keeping you fresh, but no matter how energized you are, there's going to be times where you hit a lull, like, you know, Trump uh, was on the attack his entire life, you know, building uh, uh, buildings in New York and then golf got in the golf thing and he's got golf courses and then resorts around the world. Then he runs for president. Now they get some TV and then he gets some president, you know, go, 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 go. But now there's a law, you know, there's a law uh, and he's out. But he's, you know, he's doing different things, meeting new people, lighting up the next thing, but there lulls always will come into your life and you've got lulls will come in your life and negative situations will happen. You know, the, the economy turns against you. Uh, life turns against you. It's not, if you look at the stock market charts, you see ups and downs. What does that tell you is going to happen to you in every area of your life? Ups and downs. And, you know, you're a pretty stable guy, but you had to have some really pressure points in your life, David, some challenges when your character's tested, your everything's tested. What have, have you ever gotten that point? What can, can you think back to where uh, you've been at that point of, I mean, this is just almost too much to bear. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> another thought I had, um, you know, is, you know, and, and, and having those times, you know, whether it's, a, a, you know, all the, the business things and, you know, my, my business, I look back on the last 43 years. I mean, I mean, we've grown a lot. It's been an incredible run. There's There, there were many times, though, that, I mean, I didn't think we were growing like we should be growing. You know what right. I mean? I mean, it, I, I mean, I look back a lot of my run. It was a, it was a lot of frustration. You know what I mean? Because you, you, you see more potential in people than they see in themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know that that can be very frustrating. The whole then when you tried different things, you know, you like a, you know, the, the congressional thing was very frustrating uh to me you know and then then uh I've, I've done i've invested a good bit in uh, real estate i've got a, i started back in 06 bought some property of an old town that used to be there in 1829 was the first courthouse in the county was there but the railroads went a different direction so the town dried up and there was nothing but old foundations why well, bought the town and then uh we're rebuilding the town. It's called Livingston, just uh, outside of Jackson. But, uh, but anyway, uh, that, that uh, you know, I've kind of, that was kind of a, a hobby type thing just on, on the side that has, has been interesting. I love, my dad was a history teacher 
I love history. And so, you know, kind of re rebuilding this little town, but that, you know, that's, that's been frustrating too. I mean, there's nothing, you know, I, one thing that I, I, I had a thought years what's, ago. What's frustrating about it? Cause it seems like you've been building that town for about 20 years. No, but, uh, well, really the main, main part started about 10 years ago, yeah. but, uh, you know, I, I think a, a lot of it, uh, that what's been frustrating, I bought in a, uh, a you, developer. Need to sell it. You, you need to partner up with Disney and get them to come in. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, uh, but you know, I, I bought in a developer person, uh, out of state to help do it, but I, I didn't like the way that they had that. And, and there's another lesson there. Again, sticking with what you know, right? right. If you're gonna if you're gonna start your own business, uh, two best best things to uh, hire is a, a good accountant and a good lawyer, right. right? Don't ever sign anything that hasn't been reviewed by a great lawyer, uh, you know. Because uh, man, whatever I found out, whatever you sign your name to, uh, man, you you. Uh, you know that that'll hold up in court. So, but right. uh, so anyway, but we've been trying to, you know, that some of that things that you can't control um, have been frustrating. But I tell you, Larry, I had a, a thought years ago, and that is, you know, I've never persevered that I didn't break through, and I've never broken through and regretted persevering. Right. Yeah. If you just persevere, if you keep on keeping on, you're going to break through. And then when you break through, you're going to look back and you're going to be glad you kept going. So that, uh, that, that is a great, great lesson. And say it one more time. Yeah, I've never persevered that I didn't break through and I've never broken through and regretted persevering. Fantastic. David, yeah. thanks so much for uh, uh, taking the time. This has been fantastic. Thank you, Larry. Man, I've enjoyed it. If you enjoyed what you've heard and are dead serious about finding out for yourself exactly how this works in the real world, I've taken the most valuable business lessons I've learned over 40 years and put them into something for you to watch. Go to whiteellowinnie.com forward slash webinar now in order to move up as fast as possible. I'm Larry Whitell, and I run the Million Dollar Mastermind. Go, go, go.